Welcome back, Rage Nation. Got myself Pete here. That's yeah. not really exciting. You got Senior Dixon. I don't think that's appropriate. And you got Monsieur Leopard. Explorers deserved it. No. Absolutely. I was disgusted. I cannot believe they've done this. Why is wacky? Why is that good? It's just nonsense. I disagree on that. That's not possible. <laughs> We're getting the band back together. We're on a mission. Yeah. Now, now we've got a whole new list of things to complain about. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again. We got myself Pete here, and we got the boys with us. We got Chris and Dixon with us. What up, what up? Gonna take some names and kick some ass. Wait, am I supposed to? Am I supposed to say something like the Explorers intro that you, for some god awful reason, put into the new? Uh, I love it. The new it's intro. The best. Show it's like explore, Explorers Explorers are. No. Uh, uh, it's, it's my favorite. It was beautiful. Yeah, I always mash it up to make it sound like you know we're idiots, which is always fun. Uh, but yeah, we got we got a whole list of things to complain about now, but. We're going to talk about a couple things. Uh, Chris and I went to a tournament that I ran up in Greenville, so we'll just discuss that real quick just on some things that we did, some thoughts we have about the crews we played. Uh, some of the interactions were interesting, and uh, it got, got a little salty on some of the games we played, so we're going to share that. And then I think after that, the, the main thing we're going to talk about is uh, Chris and I have had some interesting interactions uh, with Chris kind of exploring uh, Titania 2. And I've, of course, I'm still messing around with Von Schill and some of the outcast stuff. So we'll talk about some of the uh, the sparring we've had back and forth and some of the cool things we're starting to notice and a little bitching about each other's crew. So before we get into that, though, I do want to mention, I got to look this up because, man, I tell you, we are deadly close here to giving away a box and making us spend money. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> So the Rage Quit Wire YouTube channel, we are giving away a free either core crew box or we're giving away a title box of a random subscriber's uh, choice. We are only 15 subs away from that. So as soon as we hit that 500 mark, I'll go ahead and put up a video of basically the random selection who won. And uh, yeah, definitely excited to give something away to to the fans. So appreciate that. Uh, I actually just got the... Got the old Mac back up and running, so by the time this comes out, there will be at least one video out, if not two, out on the YouTube channel. Uh, so definitely check those out. The There's the Explorer Starter Box video, and then there's also... Uh, it's kind of a new player video. It's one just asking, like, how do you, how do you, how do you choose a faction? Like, where should I start type deal? So that's kind of a cool video that people should check out, too. Um, and yeah, definitely leave us, leave us comments, leave us kind of tips on maybe some things you'd like to see in the future. Uh, always looking to grow that. Got the Rage Quit Wire Discord, Twitter, Instagram. And then finally, if you want to support us directly, you can do that at patreon.com slash ragequitwire, where you can support us for as little as a dollar. And we appreciate our patrons. They're awesome. They always help us improve quality, give us ideas, bullshit with them. Um, yeah, just a really good time on there. So I appreciate them. But let's get into this a little bit. So we ended up doing this tournament and ended up being an eight-person tournament. Uh, We had some people from Atlanta, some people from North Carolina. So it was a good mix of players. Mm. Hey, I'm loving Moonshotter. Holy crap. 
I'm really filling with the crew. I definitely learned between both of you with the podcast. Uh, I I only need one fermented monk, but I definitely have to keep in mind when I have to put in the second one. I mean, you only have you only use one fermented monk. You should be using two, both with the upgrades. That's only if I need to fight. If I need to move, popcorn is better. If I need to control the board, then I can just use uh, I don't know Moonshin. Oh. If I need when to do you not want to fight? When, when, when do you not well, want to fight? I actually think that Angel brought up a good point with that. Yeah. That Moonshiner does have the ability to do a lot of strats and schemes. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so I do see what he means by that. Yeah. I just like fighting. So. Oh, yeah, me too. But like I, I, that game, I tried it because I saw, I was like, well, I need to do Corrupted Ley Lines. I bred with po- uh, Popcorn. Popcorn also gets to move somebody five inches because uh, Blood Poisoning. Yeah. You can just do blood poison on somebody and immediately move somebody five inches yep. by lowering their poison by five. It's so dumb. Yeah. So getting back to the tournament, though, I got everything pulled up now. Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah, so we had a good spread of it. We actually had a lot of good players at that, too. We had people like Cody Hyatt there. Uh, we had Phenomenal player, Cody yep. is. Yeah, we had Matt Riddle there. So we had a lot of people. And, of course, don't forget about old John Boy there. <laughs> But God. we had a good mix, too. We had Explorers, which ended up taking first. We had Chris, you took Neverborn and ended up taking second. Michael had Rezzers taking third. And I had Bayou taking fourth. And then we had Arcanist, Ten Thunders, Outcast, and Ten Thunders to round it out. So definitely a good little spread for eight people. Sometimes when you get less people, you tend to sometimes not see a good spread. So it was three-round tournament. Had a lot of... Uh, a lot of interesting pools, and Dixon, you were actually the one that made the pools. I, I did want to ask you before we got into the tournament, mm-hmm. not only just making these pools, but when you're kind of designing a set of pools, what are you, what are you trying to do when you create them? What are you trying to look at as far as interactions in the scenarios so, that you make? The first thing I try to do is I, and I know it's going to sound weird, but I try to spread out the line of scrimmage. I don't want the line of scrimmage to all be in the center or in one specific part of the map. So I try to like make schemes that actually encourage just spreading out. That way people actually get to use more of the board. That's the so first thing. you're, you're talking about bringing schemes where it might be like, okay, there's going to be some fighting in the middle, but I'm also going to give the opportunity for like spread them out or break or um, right. outflank something yeah. else where it's like, if you don't want to fight, you have another option. Exactly. Yeah, give, so like, yeah, okay. Give everyone a chance to do everything. Right. And then, the second thing is, in this specific instance, I was trying to be different from the last time we did it, which made it a little harder. Because the last time I did the the, the ones for the tournament in, in uh, uh, South Carolina, yeah, uh, I just like had to compare them both. I'm not repeating these games again. One way to do what I do is, for example, make schemes like outflank and claim jump and put them in the same pool. Why? Because now you have to you know, kind of space out, okay, do I want to go to the sides and let the person score points in the center, or do I want to focus on the center and then push everybody else out? Yeah, and I I did also notice that you bring things like Vendetta, but Hidden Martyrs sometimes. That way it's like, yeah, you can kill stuff, but if they bring Hidden Martyrs, you might give up a point as well. Yep, so you have to like, like, okay, so I want to get the Vendetta, but I don't want to pick this guy because I have to kill him so instead i'm gonna pick another model that's easier to hurt and i'm gonna do three points of damage to that guy and claim you know vendetta on that other model yeah just let him live until i have to i have the action so i should kill him 
Yeah. And I, I definitely think that's interesting. And I, it is good because there are sometimes when you drop a crew and you're like, oh, this is a fighting pool. Oh, crap. There's no way for me to outfight them just because maybe they're just teched out better against you or yeah. maybe they're a more durable crew. Maybe they have armor and you didn't bring anti-armor or something. So having a pool that's balanced like that gives you still an opportunity to kind of pick your way out of it, you know, pick your way yep. out of, you know, something that might have been impossible to do. Yep. Because you can always choose, okay, I'm going to go and make points. Screw this fighting stuff. And I know that, that seems like religious because I love fighting in this game. But sometimes, you know, you win the game by, you know, getting points. And if you prefer winning than just like throwing, you know, Oh, I've hands, totally done that, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> I've done that where I was playing in, uh, I was playing in Rhode Island and they dropped i put i dropped zip into a, a pool and they dropped uh hoffman and i was just like man i really don't have a lot of anti-armor i'm i can throw into this that well so i ended up just taking like all the scheming stuff and just being like i'm just gonna go around the flanks maybe i kill one of your little dudes i don't know but <laughs> we'll figure it out so the first pool that you made was interesting and we'll just kind of go through the rounds and just if anything pops up of what we brought what happened we'll definitely mention that Mm -hmm. But this one was uh, symbols of authority, but standard deployment. And then this did have vendetta, assassinate, claim jump, spread them out, hidden martyrs. So a pretty damn killy pool when you start looking at this. Yes. So I was just like, <laughs> when I play Bayou, it's like zips my symbols. It's not really too much of a question. So I was just like, yep, zip, slamming it down. Yep. And I, I actually was playing John against 10 Thunders. And everybody tells you not to drop Zip into 10 Thunder. But I'm like, it's symbols. I'm just going to roll a dice, see what happens. Yeah. Also, don't fight. You don't have to fight. Just You don't have to, but you can if you want to. Yeah. Like, for instance, yeah. I brought Marcus, so I'm all about, you right. know. So that's you brought Marcus too, though, right? I did. Yeah, I did Barkus. So, so that, Marcus was a, that, yeah, that was a reason for the Killy schemes, to be honest. It's like, all right, everybody's going to be engaged, but the strat is four points. So if you can, like... I don't know, do like a long pass, get somebody across the table and then just go scurry across the sides and, you know, start grabbing these symbols, you know, that can make it an interesting game. Do you want to split from the fight or do you want to, you know, score your own points? Yeah. 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 And so I definitely looking at the pool, uh, John ended, I got to play John for the first time, which is awesome because John's just a great guy. But yep. um, I ended up because he put, dropped Shenlong 2. And there's upgrades that make it where it's like, oh, my upgrades don't do anything. And then I'm like, okay. And then, you know, they have an upgrade where they can ignore my resist triggers and stuff. So I was just like, I can fight a little bit, but I don't think I wanted to. So I ended up taking spread them out and hidden martyrs just because I was like, he's going to try to kill something of mine. Um, everybody's always going to try to kill Earl. Earl's always like a, has a bullseye on his head. Everybody wants to kill him <laughs> just because he's there. So oh, he's, like he's all that free move, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chain gang. He can drop a piano. He yep. can actually heal constructs a little bit. He uh, is basically free interactions. Yep. Because he can like interact, then chain gang, then interact again. He's, and he he's gets a beast. super movement because if he's next to somebody that flies off, he can just yep. hit your ride. So yeah. that's amazing. Uh, yeah, he's he's definitely awesome. And then I did spread him out just because I ended up bringing uh, a lot of my uh, infamous schemers that i usually bring so i ended up bringing like maris i brought bow i brought two uh iron skeeters i even brought myself a flying piglet 
That's spicy. Nice. Spicy pick. That's not a spicy pick. He has been, uh, he has uh, bacon, right? He drops a yeah, skewer. Well, so well, that's the trick. So if you mm-hmm. play against somebody and they drop a pig like that, you want to kill it on their side of the table because um, I was like, okay, if he dies, I just need to get on you know John's side. That way, if he dies, it drops a scheme and I still get what I need, right? Yep. Yep. So, uh, and uh, honestly, the flying piglet didn't end up dying. It was pretty glorious. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. Yep. Well, it's like it, I'm damn if I do and damn if I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chris, what did you play against, and then what'd you end up taking? Yeah, so I took Barkus and um, I mean standard Barkus crew. You know, had Order Initiate, Miranda, um, Cerebus. You know, all the the nice spread out and yeah. But you in. you also like bringing that Scorpion thing, don't you? I do. I brought Scorpius and I brought Groot Slang at a keyword. Mm. So I like Groot Slang at a keyword. Um, just oh yeah. He's so just for the layers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted it because you can just you know go to the complete other side of the board. And well, you know, I do want to mention Chris also that I find it interesting because Barkus is one of those crews that I think you can actually really do outflank and not be worried about it. Yeah. Because usually <laughs> nice. if you if you bring an outflank model, if you take it, it's usually something squishy that's kind of like a scout type thing. Mm-hmm. Yours are these like damn killers where it's like, okay, if you're going to go stop the outflank, yeah. you got to kill this damn thing. You got to yeah. kill this beast. Yeah. And they're usually also either butterfly jump, disguise, or both. Yeah. yeah. Or that's like exactly. <laughs> something ridiculous. Like, yeah, they right, are 100%. On. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I like. What, what did you end up picking for your uh, schemes though? Uh, so I did, um, I did claim jump and hidden martyrs, I believe. Okay. For my two. Okay. Wait, did you pick the, the mole man martyr? again for your hidden martyr? I did. Yeah, mole man <laughs> and uh, let's see, it's mole man and I think uh, was it Miranda usually or something like that. Yeah, yeah that's exactly stays, thirteen. Yeah, she stays in the back that's unless I need her, and then the mole yeah. man just kind of goes up. And... and she's fast enough that she can just like drop in and, and engage somebody of like 10 points at the end of yeah. the game but no lie if you can kill the mole man you need to do it because they actually help out their crew quite a bit now they, they are much. phenomenal yeah they do <laughs> way really too good. much it's <laughs> like oh i'm just gonna have my tournament over sheet here. right here so i can just make sure that i'm actually recalling took... things correctly <laughs> yep spread them out and hit no i took spread them out and hidden martyrs so okay it makes it even worse because that means that you have to kill that moment fast, or else he's just gonna drop a scheme, teleport over there, yeah. drop a scheme, yeah. teleport yeah. Over exactly. There. Yeah. Um, yeah and then terrible. I was up against Riva two, which I've never played against. Uh, Riva two. Yeah, Riva yeah. two. So lots oh, of burning, God. lots of thrown yeah. out pyres and stuff like that. Um, yep. So, yeah, and I played against uh, Mike. Is Michael? Michael. Michael. Yeah. Yeah, and he. Um, he positioned his fur his lamp head up a little bit too far, and I was just like, "Okay, I'll take that for free." Um, killed it, you know, <laughs> mid turn one. Um, Damn. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I had flight on Barkus, and then flight on my Cerebus. So I yeah, was but like, I, I specifically made it standard so that people would be like twenty inches away from each other, and you still. Well, I got the, got the order initiate that gives someone free move, and I just do that twice, basically. Oh one my God. guy go up, another guy <laughs> go up. I leave the order initiate in the back because I have the mole man. So I That's throw true. down a tunnel marker, and then turn two, I just, you know, as a bonus, you know, 
ordering this shit goes up eight inches. Yep. Nope out. Yeah. So it's totally worth it. But mid turn two, we started having a little bit of contention when it came to that game. Um, he was trying to deny me scoring one of the uh, symbols and he was trying to engage Groot slang and a little bit over measuring here. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. And then he over measured again throughout the other game. And then in the end of the game, it came down to like this couple of inch measurement. And I was like, I, I moved Barkus, you know, over so that it would be severe terrain. So you can't push Asura over so that she can get into line of sight of the mind, of the zombie, I did this on purpose. The math says you can't do it. And then he was getting a little bit upset. He was, you know, like, I've already done the math. You're wasting time. And I'm like, dude, you've mismeasured a couple of times throughout this game. We need precise measuring here because this is important. This is the difference between a tie and me winning. Yeah. And finally, I was just like, you know what? If it comes down to... A little you know, eight-man tournament. If it comes down to this little eight-man tournament and dude, like, breaking down, I'm like, you know what? We'll just call it a draw, dude. Dude, it's not worth it. Like, it's, this isn't Jesus. worth it. Yeah, not that serious. I, I not was gonna, that serious. I was actually thinking about this the other day. Uh, I heard somebody else mention it in a conversation. Hmm. And, Dixon, I'm kind of curious what you think about it as well with just the one knock I heard about some Malifaux players in tournaments is a little slipshod measurement at times. And coming from Guild Ball, that's definitely like, there's times where people move and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, that's not, that's not where you're going to end up. Like there's a few things going on here. Yeah. So I, I was just curious, Dixon, if you've noticed that. I know you play Vassal a lot and obviously Vassal's easier to be super accurate with. Right. But in your actual game experience, have you noticed yeah. that before? Yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, in real life, uh, unfortunately though, like, the there's there's like levels for example yeah. for example i played at the level of like what i call reasonable i guess but it, that, that that's kind of not objective i played <laughs> at the level that you were comfortable with me because remember when we used to play uh guild ball and i'd be like okay intent is this you, you agree that's fine yeah. and like you check it real quick it's like yeah it's fine right yeah so, that looks good right, right but like we measure it be like, okay, so I have six uh, inches of movement. I'm only going to move about four, so I'm just going to finagle him like just a little bit so you can yeah. clearly know that it's less than two inches. That's my level. So it's within reason, quote-unquote, right? But yeah. you've seen people that are higher level, like, for example, I don't want to say anybody's name, Jim Morris. I mean, but yes. <laughs> Certain people. No, love the guy, though. He, But he is he is super precise super precise he's like the most precise person that i've ever seen so my point is at the very least be at the level that your opponent is comfortable with yeah and i i and, think i've yeah i've made concessions to people that are more because i'm not i'm not the most precise but i think i fit in a pretty decent area like i'm always using mm -hmm. my widgets i'm not like right and, and there's sometimes where it's like i mean even chris will call me out once in a while like eh, that was more like seven Instead of five. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I use the sticks. So you see. But I will the... say, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I will say, though, especially in tournaments, I do tend to be like, 
you know, I'll, I'll put the sticks out and I'll be like, okay, I got it. And I'll even put proxy bases out sometimes. Um, when Chris and I are BSing, I don't tend to, I tend to be a lot slower, which is fine. I I personally love those, uh, sticks because they have, first they have a number very clear written on it and I give it to my opponent so that they can actually measure it. Yeah. So that's the reason why I love them. But I, I've seen people that use the the tape measures that are all fiddly and crap. I'm like, dude, no, 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 you can't use that. There's no way. Yeah, a couple times. <laughs> yeah. What are they called? It Taylor. Oh, they're sorry. tail. Yeah, they're they're like a like a seamstress tape measure. <laughs> yeah. Don't bring those to a tournament. I was gonna Who, say. I mean, whoever's listening, if, like, if you have a tape measure like that, please come and see me. I have extra. I have like GW, you know, rulers. I have extra widgets. It's like, just come see me. I'll, I'll pay for widgets for you. It's like, I can't like, it just, it needs to be at least in the ballpark. But when you're kind of, you know, doing laps with your tape measure, it's like, okay, let's, let's get this man a real, or let's get this person a real set of widgets. Let's go. Let's <laughs> something that's designed for miniature gaming. Right. <laughs> uh, but you know, just, I think that it, I think that's a good way to come about it. Dixon is just, you know, okay, well, I'm I'm not super tight, but uh, as long as I'm expressing what I'm doing and like everything lines up and you're good with it, I mean yep. I think that's for a fun game. Yep. But if your opponent's like, you know, I, I really want you to use, you know, a widget here, you know, it looks like you moved a little further than you had. I mean, respect them and be like, okay, yeah, you know, some people are more technical, some people are more anal, and you know, yep. God bless Chris, but you know, <laughs> it's like I am 100%. Like if I see something and it doesn't. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good with board well, state and peak. And I was going to say yeah. because there's a lot of players that can eyeball it. I think Chris and I have played a lot of miniature games where we can eyeball stuff without measuring. Yeah. And and that's intentional because we're like, I'm definitely outside of six here, which is out of your threat for a yep. charge or whatever. And then if you just willy nilly just go, oh, I'm going to charge. It's like, whoa, 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 you weren't even in. <laughs> Yeah, or you weren't even I, in the ballpark or if i didn't eyeball it correctly at least put the widget out and show me you know at least uh <laughs> you know i don't, I don't I care say... what your girlfriend says that's not six inches yeah it's exactly <laughs> right that's exactly what i was about to say too <laughs> i don't um, i don't know it's about, about girth like it's all about girth. seven years of playing war machine made me just yes. like incredibly good at like gauging distances i will say war machine players are a lot yeah. more accurate and better when it comes to stuff like yep. that well yeah because the longest time we couldn't use anything <laughs> that's exactly yeah, right well, and i was playing against cody in my last game and we'll get back on track here in a second and there was a couple places where it was like i don't think a 50 can fit through there he's like yeah i don't think so either and we put a proxy down we're like yep sure enough we can't fit through there <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh getting back into the actual game of round one though so symbols was interesting for me. I was a little nervous about Shen Long just because he's he seems like he can ruin my day. I brought Bo and some other models to try and contest my symbols so he couldn't get them. I neglected to realize that Shen Long, the teacher, has expert educator, so they can interact even if engaged. So I was like, well, yep. balls. <laughs> that dude, that master has abilities that are very pertinent. Like he has. Also- oh, he's good. Uh, academic superiority which chat uh closes out all uh upgrades that's insane yeah yeah. That's yeah, insane. Um, yeah yeah so i was just like i can't bring zip anywhere near that essentially because <laughs> uh, i had 12 cups on zip so i bit the game that i played with zip it went it was my traditional zip game i ended up getting all eight points 
Uh, got all the symbols. I killed actually more than I thought I was going to kill. I uh, ended up killing Desper. I ended up killing a couple of his wandering monks and crap. Killed the dragon. Uh, I think I killed one of his students, and then I just scored my points. So nice. it was, that, was uh, the, that was the downside of my game is it was 2-2. Two, two. Like we even we just got to like mid three. Oh, yeah. damn, and it was sucks. just it was bad. Like I kept being like, "Let's go, <laughs> let's go." Uh, I mean, it's, yeah, it 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 was yeah, it was not a great a two two, and that was just strategy. None of us, Woo. none of us did anything with schemes because it was. I mean, <laughs> like mid turn three. I mean. It is funny, though, because I, I do talk shit about playing slow, but I totally played slow in uh, in my second game just because I was playing Somer 2, and I don't know that as well, but we'll get there oh. in a second. Oh, don't you glorious. hate that? Yeah, I, I felt bad, but, you know, you got to read the cards. <laughs> Why would you bring him to a tournament? You yeah, he just because he just does I, that. He does it all the time. <laughs> Even in team tournaments, he's like, "Oh, you know, I I'll think I'll play this again. matchup. Uh, I'm going to bring this up for the rest of our lives." Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I ended up getting the win. John ended up getting six off me, um, and I ended up uh, getting all eight. It, and I tell you, it ended. It could have been a draw at a certain point, but hmm. the uh, the big thing was the first mate. Ended up getting me not only my point for Hidden Martyrs, because he was the second Hidden Martyr, uh, and Earl was the first one. Nice. But also free loot, because John also did spread them out, and he put down a scheme marker, and I just did free loot based next to it, which also engaged me with Shenlong to get my second point for Hidden Martyrs, and it denied his point for... uh, that's, uh, that's a two-point swing right there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nice. And that, that's really what made the difference, because I think it might have been a tie if he was able to get that down. Yep. Nice. Yep. Good job, dude. Good job. I'm not good at denying, but I did that game. <laughs> I do know Zip really well, though. So I well. don't know, man. You let him have six points. That is not denying. Let him much. have six points. It's denying for Pete, okay? <laughs> he denied I one. I just care about the W. I don't care if you get six and I get eight. It's yep. like I just I just care about winning. I hate it well, when the closer you come, the better game it is for everybody anyway. Well that, and that's what I'm You're saying right. is like I hate and this is just speaks to some people that are more competitive than me. I'm pretty competitive, but when it's clear that you're gonna win the game and you're taking points away from me anyways, I'm just like that seems kind of petty. Fuck it's like just let, let me get my two points. You can't even let me get two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to win. Let me get a point. <laughs> you know, actually, uh, that remind, uh, reminds me of the old times when you base who won on differential. Good times. Yeah. It made, it was the most toxic tournament uh, yeah. scene I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, because people yeah. were just trying to stomp each other. Yeah, dude. Like, it was just like, I'm not going to let you have fun. So yeah. it made tournaments just start dying out because of it. It's, it was insane. Yeah, and round <laughs> round two was more interest. Well, I didn't say more interesting, but it was it was an interesting pool. It was corner corrupted ley lines without flank bait and switch detonate charges catch and release and deathbed. So there is there is a lot going on in this one. I ended up actually getting paired with Michael this round. So I was kind of like, okay, Rezzers, I don't know what he's going to drop, but let's let's go into it. So I ended up bringing the Lootmonger Somer 2. 
I've been playing a few games with Somer too. I already made up in my mind in this tournament that I was going to drop him twice. So <laughs> I was going to drop him round two and three regardless. So <laughs> hey, it's by you. I can do what I want. I got you a can. permit. Yeah, you 100% can. do. And yeah. to be fair, he did practice against me a lot. I mean, not a lot, but a, 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 a decent amount. Yeah, at about as three much games. As, as much as we can play, he, he played Somer. Yeah, but I tell you what, though, I do like what Somer 2 brings. I actually do like it better than Somer 1. So it's the Somer 2, you get the Skeeters. I brought, dude, this White Rabbit Company model is freaking, it It does sweet things for Somer. Uh, Georgian Olaf, Lenny, uh, Georgian Olaf, F12 Cups, of course. Uh, Bayou Smuggler, Spithog, and Bo Peep. So, uh, yeah, I ended up taking Detonate Charges because that's like auto- points for Somer 2, because if you don't know what Somer 2 does, he basically just regurgitates out a crap ton of scheme markers. Uh, yes. So I'll explain that here in a little bit. And then deathbeds, just because resers are going to put out corpses, I'm going to put out schemes, and then we have the ley line. So I was like, that's pretty easy. So that's ended up what I ended up taking. What about you, Chris? I took Barkus again. I, um, I mean, both these pools were kind of conducive to Barkus. It uh, I had detonate charges and bait and switch, hmm. uh, and I went up against Lucas one against John, which was the very first time I've ever played against John, and he didn't drop Shenlong. So you're like, this is different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just like, I was expecting to go up against Shenlong, and then he had Lucas on there, and I was like, oh shit, it's on. <laughs> I mean, and you kind of know what Lucas One did, though. So, I mean, you probably weren't too surprised there. No, but I've never played against Lucas in Ten Thunders, which ah, okay. is a, a different, different beast. So, McCabe is insanely good against melee crews, from my experience. So far, I only have like seven or eight games, but he's like the one with the best record that I have out of all the, the 10 Thunders match. So I think I have like five or six wins with him out of like seven, eight games because he's yeah. that stupid. <laughs> well, Lucas with a, uh, what is it? The was Wakubi warrior or something like that. Uh, here, I'll look up the model. Oh, Woko Raider. But that's not what No, uh, you no. shouldn't be. That's outcast. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to remember why. Okay. So let me just look up. It's Wastrel. Kabuki Warrior. Ah, oh, Kabuki Warrior. Combat finesse. Yup. Um, and he had the upgrade that gave him stealth. That gave him. Yeah, no, I uh, Kabuki Warrior is disgusting, especially because of the the distraction aura. So are I'm those, sure. Are those the ones that have the great sword? Yes. Okay. So you can movement. You give them ignore damage because you give them. I mean, ignore damage reducing with precise. You you give them so much. You give them fast, dude. Yeah. They're they're nasty. And and I never have experienced this with Lucas before. He kept doing the uh, the willpower duel or suffer damage, mm -hmm. and anyone within two inches of the Kabuki warrior yep. has a Is negative. That a negative? So he yeah, was putting like stun power stuff, or st no, he's putting staggered and stuff on you probably then. Yeah, it was two damage and two injured. Yeah, it, <laughs> it gets nasty. Which is it gets super gross. Just ridiculous. 
<laughs> I had to. Yeah, I got out of there immediately. He killed. Yeah, like, he killed. This is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, he killed Scorp. I couldn't do anything with Scorp. Like it, I had to. It was either get Barkus out of there or get Scorpus out of there. So I chose Barkus. Surprise. Um, yeah, you need to see a stone, and at the very least, have in hand a seven to keep Barkus from getting violently destroyed by a tactical action that requires a six. Seems good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty good. So how'd that game end up uh, kind of playing out, Chris, as you kind of went through it with with everything? I love playing against John. John is a very – he's been in the game for a long time, so he's Knows like me. We both know the game pretty well, and we both you know, played semi-quickly. The only problem and... is, is he kept doing a bunch of massive duels. So it was just like, okay, I have to do what? With who? Do I use a stone? It's just like, uh. I will say also, I really appreciate players like John. and he uses God. widgets. And well, not, not just that, but also, I'm not great at this sometimes. But so <laughs> you'll appreciate this, Dixon. In our <laughs> game in round one, he had a crap hand, right? And I think he ended up, he told me afterwards, he had two ones in his hand. And it was kind of crap. So he did the Shadow Emissaries bonus that lets you, what, put him on the bottom and draw or something like that? And he drew the yes. same thing. Yes, yes, And yes. he drew two ones <laughs> again off the top of the deck. Yeah, he drew wow. almost exactly the same hand. And he's just like, well, it was funny in game, though, because he was like, I've never seen this happen before. So I was like, oh, crap. Did he just draw like a diesel hand? So I got to sit here and think, man, if he drew something crazy, I can't go into him now. And I was just like, <laughs> John's usually not a super good luck guy let's hope he didn't get a string of good luck and let's go in anyways <laughs> and he oh. didn't <laughs> sorry john gotta burn that deck <laughs> that's just that's just incredibly bad luck yeah what was the uh score of your game though with uh lucas versus uh it ended up being 4-1 okay oh wow oh yeah wow. it wasn't too bad okay that's not too bad at all no. um <laughs> my game was there was some a, a few really interesting moments um, with Lootmonger for Somer too. Mm. He's still a bubble crew, but I like the way this works better than Somer one. Uh, I do like Somer one. I, I definitely will give him another try here soon, but Somer two. So the thing he has is he has uh, the ability to summon a gremlin uh, when you remove a scheme marker. So if a big hat model res- removes a scheme marker, you can discard a card to, a bayou gremlin there and it doesn't seem like a big deal but there's a couple of things that are big with it uh basically you can give that gremlin slow to get a positive on a duel so that's something that i usually use it for uh, you can also position them to get a plus one for your bayou bash when you're activating that's really good if you haven't played against somer he messes up your math a lot you think you got it and then it's like oh you're stat seven instead of you know stat five because you have two bayou boys next year or whatever hmm. um so that's that's just really good. Also, Lenny out of activation, he gives plus one to duels for um, I think it's models with an eight or something of him. So there's a lot of pluses out of and in activations that really throw off the math. But the big thing is he has spot the goods, which means that when a enemy model within ten cheats either I think it's an eight or higher, you get to drop a ski marker in base contact with them. So you just get Somer up there. As soon as they start cheating to do things against you, you're just dropping scheme markers everywhere. So that's why I said detonate charges pretty much auto. Uh, 
I mean, it's dumb always... how many scheme markers. It is. Know. It gets to the point where it's like, man, I'm running out of scheme markers. It's like 20 on the board. <laughs> it's just, it's just so dumb. Like there, um, there are masters that I think that they unintentionally messed up. I mean, it's yeah. obvious that there are masters that they unintentionally messed up, but that yeah. is one of them. <laughs> you, so, there's no reason to have 10 plus scheme markers out of the board. So the beautiful thing, though, <laughs> is uh, so Michael ended up bringing like the Dead Rider and he ended up bringing like Seamus. So he was trying to kill some stuff and I can appreciate that. So he ended up turn one bringing the Dead Rider into my scrum. And that's not a great idea against Somer because Somer does have a bunch of beaters. Yeah, and, uh, and they all have plus two. <laughs> two yeah. Duels. So he ended up getting the first activation. He activated uh, the Dead Rider turn two. And he was like going to get a couple swings. He ended up missing because I had the plus one and I got some good flips. So he was going to do ride with me to get the hell out of there. Right. Okay. But, but he was within four of 12 cups of coffee. <laughs> Oh. So I was like, dude, sorry. I mean, 12 cups is right there. It's like, <laughs> you're staying right there. So then I took Bo. I flipped the dead rider over to my beaters and pummeled the crap out of him. Killed him turn two. Um, that wasn't even the worst part. There was another opportunity that turn where he did Seamus's, you know, I'm going to uh, secret passage. And there was a scheme marker that I put up there and it baited him close enough to my crew where he was going to do his extra celebration, whatever his bonus is, <laughs> but, but he was within four of 12 cups of coffee. Yeah. Sorry I was like, I hate to remind I, you again. And well, he was like, well, I think I can. It's like, if, if you're going to try to remove that ski marker, you cannot do that and be outside of 12 cups of coffee. <laughs> so he kind of just had to sit there and he almost died. But of course, next turn, he ended up, you know, going somewhere else. But uh, this ended up being a tie. The big thing, it almost was a loss for me. But, uh, yeah, the new uh, Somer 2, he can he make his insignificant models. He can put them on a secret miss mission. And for the rest of the turn, they don't count as insignificant. They count as significant. Mm. So he, Michael thought I was kind of out of options to get my get my other point that I needed to tie him. And I ended up uh, laying down an extra scheme marker with a mosquito uh, <laughs> to uh, get detonate charges. So nice. uh, that ended up being a draw, but it was a fun game. Uh, we didn't quite, I think we bare, I think we just got out of turn three. So I would have been curious to see how that one ended if we got a couple more turns in. So I got a couple of questions for both of you because I'm very interested in a, a couple of details. Sure. One, did you bring, well, you say you had 12 cups, right? Yeah. Is that the upgrade that allows you to remove scheme markers? Yeah, so you can remove scheme markers, and that yes. lets you get two focus. Right. And uh, then yeah. it, and then <laughs> it puts out that. the... Yeah, I was going to say, not just that. And then it puts out the no bonuses within four. Right, right, right. But the reason I say that is because you can remove scheme markers, discard a card, drop a biogram, and give you effectively plus one for the rest of the turn. Yep. And then charge and, you know... Do yeah. your nasty crap. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's that's one of the things that I was trying to figure out if Summer Teeth Jones is good for. So 12 cups, obviously, but you got to make sure it's on a big hat model because if it's not, then it doesn't count for that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but like I assume that Summer Teeth Jones still likes 
you know, his keyword synergy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, something else you got to think about too, is there's a lot of other ways to remove scheme markers as well. Mm. Um, so that just comes up a lot. I bought, a, I brought a Bayou smuggler. Oh, so the true. Bayou smuggler praises, but also people might not know this. The white rabbit company puts an upgrade on models. Right. And then it makes that model count as a scheme if you want. So you can actually appraise it a model and then the upgrade gets discarded or you can do drag behind. So you can actually walk the Bayou smuggler and place the model in front of the Bayou smuggler. Yeah, buddy. So yeah, a lot of cool things. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's good. It's extra movement shenanigans. It's also. good. It just, it ta- it's going to take some reps to play it well. It's going to take um, a lot of reps. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because there's a lot of tricks and they're good tricks. But you mm-hmm. got, and that's why I played slower than I usually do, just because I'm sitting here like, ooh, I can do this. Ooh, I can do that. Ooh, I can do that. But I want to punch that. <laughs> I mean, the, the nastiest thing with him is, in my opinion, is he's only six point model, but he has a two inch melee. And yeah, and it has a waste drop your, trigger too. Right. So you can waste your time trying to attack it. And you're like, all right, I have to kill the stupid six point model. Yep. But then you're surrounded by a whole bunch of two point and four point models that are going to kill you. Because they actually get synergy with each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Bayou Smuggler fits really well in this keyword. It would fit a lot better if it was Big Hat, but yeah. it, it fits really good with this crew for sure. Didn't even think about that. That's pretty good. For Chris, you... Okay, so you were playing the Barkus crew again, right? Barkus against Lucas 1. Right, 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 right. So how did you overcome their defense 7 shenanigans? And the fact that you can't charge them. Did you just, like, teleport in and hope for the best? Yeah, I mean, Barkus has, and his crew have a lot of leaps, so... Yeah, yeah, but... Leap in, get a free attack, 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 attack. Yeah. Yeah, I I ask, because, like, me playing the the crew, I mean, there's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of, like, no charges here. They can push you away, just little things like that. Yeah, at at one... at, At... about halfway through the game, I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to focus on killing any of these models. I'm just uh, going to, I'm going to, you know, kill Desper because Desper is running all this, you know, all the schemes for him. Yep. And I'm going to deny him uh, scoring ley lines. So I, I got twice. I got him off of the ley line marker by doing different move shenanigans. Cause you know, Marcus has his attack is pushed two inches. I mean, there's, I, yep. I think that's a good point, Chris. I think there's a lot of times where people get, you know, stuck in. And I actually remember Dixon and I, the first time I actually played against Dixon in guild ball, he was playing morticians mm-hmm. and I was kind of locked in with, you know, some of his beat sticks, I won't go into the technical things because, you know, not everybody played Guild Ball, but there is something big to realizing where it's like, oh, I'm in a freaking trap. I need to yeah. get the hell out of here. Yeah. Were you the one that I used casket into being, you know, making your 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 captain just do nothing? You Let's were not Guild talk Ball, about right? Guild Ball. Uh, I, I can't. I can't remember, but I just realized <laughs> I was just like, OK, this isn't going anywhere. We just okay, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> going back, going back to Malifaux. It's I put him basically in a position. If it was if it was Pete, uh, I had oh, a Lord. trap with uh, with one of my models that basically made it, it the equivalent of Malifaux putting a model as a slow stunned and staggered and sure. outside of their charge distance so literally he was just like 
in unmovable in severe terrain and no way out of <laughs> yeah he moved the uh the kabuki warrior up to tempt me and i was like yeah you know i'll take the kabuki warrior so i went up and yeah. <laughs> guess what didn't take the kabuki warrior <laughs> yeah. so you can't you can't cheat against them it's like nope yeah yeah it was just it was bad you was you need bad. plus flips and a dream because yeah. you have to f- hope that you flip a severe on the hit yeah and then he activated lucas first and was like let's see if this works and did that yep. whole thing he I had, fortunately for me he had to move so he only did it twice but still <laughs> i was like injured four four damage okay time to leave yeah. and oh, i had God. to use all of my soul stones to keep barkus alive like it Dear was God. it was bad yeah <laughs> oh my <laughs> yeah i i think if, like i only had maybe like four soul i, I had stone for cards like it was just Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. It was bad. Stone stone took it straight. Okay, I can't cheat this. Uh, Stone to prevent. Okay. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so finally, like mid turn two, I was like, you know what? Pivot. 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 (laughs) Um, And uh, I just got the hell out of there. I I let them have Scorpus. There wasn't much I can do. I mean, I tried. I got Barkus out of there, and then I was like, I tried saving Scorpus as well. I mean, he's pretty. He's a you know, he's a pretty tanky model. Uh, it d- didn't work. Did not save Scorpus. He was <laughs> he wasted a bunch of AP to take out Scorpus, which is fine. I mean, it's still a waste of AP, but uh, yeah. I mean, it. Luckily, I recognized the pivot. The second that he did that, as soon as he did that one, I don't even remember what it's called. What is that? The Lucas mm. ability that lets you... Lucas ability that lets you... Careful, it's cursed. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Damage two and gain injured two. It's just, ugh. And yeah. there's no there's no flip on it. It's just, nope. hey, careful, it's cursed. Watch yeah. out. And the, the problem is that after the first time, it gets harder. So, like, the first time, Barkas needs a seven. The second yeah. time isn't in, in a, a nine, and then yeah. an eleven. It's like, yeah. just a nightmare. This is getting bad. Yeah, <laughs> thankfully he had to move, and then I was just like, "I'm out." So <laughs> I did not let Barkus get locked down into that one again. Um, I put I put the rabbit up there, engaging the Kabuki warrior, and I had enough upgrades on the rabbit to where it was hard for him to kill it, and he just couldn't get out of there, and he had to waste so many points into the Scorpion. It, so I just, and I was able to engage Desper, kill Desper, move him off the stone first time, and then kill him. Yeah, I mean, I just, I did a lot of denying. John's a really good player, so that was a difficult game. Yeah, he counters pretty well. Yeah, he is, uh, he he knows all, not only does he, and that this is the most important thing in this game, not only does he know his entire crew, he knows your mm. entire crew as well. <laughs> okay, okay, so now my second question about this, by the way. You said it was a 4-1 game. How did you get the points? So I got two on strategy because I, I just was able to move my uh, my marker around to at least two of the, the pieces. Mm-hmm. And then I got two on schemes, and I had uh, bait and switch and detonate charges. And detonate charges is I mean, it's not super hard when it comes right. to, to Barkus because I can jump around and do whatever I want. Yep, and then, yep. Yeah, and then bait and switch, I just kind of have to 
figure out how to finagle that. But it well, wasn't did you keep a somebody great... out... Did you keep somebody outside of your deployment zone? Is that how you got the point? I did. Yeah, that's how I got uh, that last point. Yep. Tracking. Gotcha. He just, yeah, he just wasn't able to get in there. I figured I'd be able to get two points out of bait and switch, but yeah, it's hmm. just... It's a hard one. The, the pool wasn't conducive to a lot of my masters so that that I'm decent with so right and when I'm going against a very skilled player like I I want someone that I've had a lot of reps in which is why I chose Makes sense. no and and he's a fantastic pick for for that I personally would go with Pandora but that's because I love Pandora and corrupted ley lines I um so I did Barkus because all of his keyword ignore severe terrain and right. the order initiates and Miranda they all give you free move. So yep. <laughs> same, like, same. I can yeah, I can get a model all the way to the next ley line without activating it. That is that is really nice. Yeah, I forgot about bad. that. Yeah. I mean it's a lot of sixes that you have to either flip or cheat, but other than that it's it's actually a it's a not that hard. Though, it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah it's, not, mean, it's not hard. You it's know just, what they say sixty percent of the time it works every, every time. time. Yeah. Cause uh the thing is let's see. You can do it with, you can do it with Pandora. You can do it with Titanic. You can do it with Barkus, obviously. I mean, it seems that Neverborn is just very, very good at playing this, uh, this strategy. Just solid. The strategy, action. yes. Yeah. The schemes. Uh, That's a harder outflank. thing. Yeah. I, I didn't want to. It's Lucas, so I didn't want to just go <laughs> off. And, yeah. uh, and Desper's there, and Desper can do. Desper's a good model. So yeah, Desper yeah. is a good model. Yes, and he had Sadir, and it's like, I don't want to, how am I going to dodge all this? Um, so <laughs> right. I didn't want to do outflank. Catch and release, I've never been good at. It's just, I'm just not. Yeah. I mean, that's it, my pick, but yeah. It's not, uh, I always end up losing Dominion. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, two, my two picks not... would have been Pandora, Bait and Switch, and Catch and Release. To be fair, Chris, I kill a lot of your minions. Like, yeah, I, I, always, I headhunt so, squishy yeah. things. It's always, oh, look, there's a minion. I can waste, you know, two, three APs into killing it. And I'm like, why? Why waste two or three APs into killing that worthless piece? Guess what? It was I my... I tell you what, though, it, that tactic has won me a lot of games. I've killed a lot of vendetta picks that way i've killing random models like that a lot of times gets rid of random vendetta well picks yeah apparently. so yeah in fact i had hidden martyrs when i was playing explorers and i had uh uh send it what's the what's the model that this model can be treated as a friendly operative. model operative yeah and i like position them like way the hell out out of left field <laughs> and this one dude i forget who i was playing against but he was like i'm going after that model going that way and he did and he got all the way like i was at like seven <laughs> inches from the other coins other coin he moved all it wasted all his ap on going and killing that model turn one hey the heart, the heart wants my, what the heart wants it was my hidden martyrs he he chose right and i was just like <laughs> <laughs> what the hell yeah Jeez. All right, so round three, uh, this one was definitely an interesting pool. It was Turf War into Flank, Breakthrough, Hidden Martyrs, Research Mission, Catch and Release, and Bait and Switch. Uh, Chris, your game is going to be a lot more interesting than mine because I done messed up in this one. Yeah, you uh, messed <laughs> up just going against Cody. but So I was playing against Cody, so I should have put my best foot forward with the crew I was more familiar nope, with. But instead... I said I was playing Somer 2 twice, and I was going to do it. 
and I did. Uh, he did. There were problems. He lost, but he did. There were problems though. So first off, I brought the same list essentially. Uh, Cody ended up bringing Maxine two, and he double mastered into freaking Jedza two. Well, so, Co- so Cody agrees with me in that Explorers is the worst faction in the game unless you dual master. He did say that. I talked to him after the game. He's like, I think their Explorers are probably the least powerful, but if you double master, there's some really disgusting combos. Yeah, I mean, mm. Explorers masters are they're they're good. They're absolutely yes. I will I will absolutely agree with that. It's just there's Min- no long minions are away all the synergy. That's actually why I don't like the hopeful prospect a lot. Because I feel like a lot of the minions in Explorers are not something you'd really want to switch yeah. them into. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right now, botanists are holding up that faction. Yes. Yeah, botanists yes, are good. holding that faction on their shoulders like fucking Atlas. Yeah. So, what I mean, model? Cody ended up bringing all the good stuff. Uh, I made him... <laughs> I shouldn't have brought Somer just because of the board. There was actually... In the deployment zone that I picked, I thought I could go around the left flank. But there was impassable terrain, the marker, and then a building, and it wasn't big enough for a 40 mil base to fit through. Well, I got a few 40 mil fat dudes on my squad, like Lenny and, you know, Georgie and Olaf, so that shit didn't happen. So basically, I got bogged in that corner. Maxine got thrown in there, killed all my squishy stuff, and then Jedza killed all my expensive stuff. Holy That's pretty crap. the synopsis of the game. <laughs> that, that is that is a quick synopsis of uh, the game. It was like eight two or eight three. Well, I can't and, remember. What and it was. Cody is a phenomenal player. Yeah. like he is good. Like Cody, like I was talking to Cody. He's like, yeah, there's some cool things there. I was like, yeah, but this was not the right time to bring, to bring it. <laughs> I'm gonna start um, with my worst foot forward. But I do think Summer Two can play in Turf War pretty well. Um, because he wants to bubble up, he actually his stuff can be pretty hard to kill, especially with the Spit Hog healing him up. And Somer Two does a little bit healed healing and shielding. Bo does some ping healing. So there's a lot going on there that can help keep him alive. But I mean, by turn two, even just like after two activations, uh, George and Olaf was dead. Lenny was dead, uh, and a bunch of minions were dead. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, oh, dude, George and Olaf are not easy to kill. Their defense and willpower seven. Holy crap. Yeah, they are when Jed says just effing them up. That's, I guess that's true. Well, and she she does ping damage too because she moves that stupid geode marker and it touches you, and then you're like, oh, okay, I just take one damage. Uh, yay, fun. We're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, game, on the other hand, was a lot of fun. Yeah, go ahead and talk about your game, Mike. That's that's it with my game. It it was just a it was a bloodbath, McGrath. Oh wait, yeah. which Jetsa was it? Jed's a two. It was yes. irreducible. So that's what I'm saying. He used too. irreducible to kill my important stuff. Yeah. And then he used Maxine. And I could have killed Maxine, but then she just comes back wherever the hell she wants. So, yeah, it wasn't good. Yep. Felt, felt great. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my game was a lot of fun. I went up against Matt. And Matt, uh, you know, he played Neverborn before, so... You know, I expect him to tell him to know what all my pieces did, which is, you know, perfectly fine. He was doing Arcanist just this go around. And he goes, So what are, what are we gonna do? We're gonna do a Marcus matchup? And I was like, mm, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna play a no brainer third round of a long day. Everyone knows what this list does. 
Mm. By the way, uh, that's that right there. What you just said was my decision making while making this uh, this mission. Exactly. So yeah, and I big silver two bitches. And he goes, he goes, okay. So Long you're gonna play, no yeah, you're gonna play Nekima. And I was like, I'm not gonna say whether I am or not, but I'm gonna play the most straightforward list of the entire faction, if not the entire game. Um, and then. Uh, you know, we, we chose our lists on the app, and he was like, yep, it's Nekima. But uh, I switched it up a little bit. I play Broodmother. I like... Uh, you actually like her better. I absolutely do. I, I see no reason dropping Nekima 1 what? Into, into any list. I like Nekima Dixon's 2. Dixon's going to kick you in the nuts. Yeah, Dude, I'm a, I'm Nekima 2 is all about recursion, man. Like, you're just like, another and another and Dick, another Dixon, and another. You gotta, another. Dixon, you got to remember, Chris is a... Uh, uh, Crick's boys. I like so. synergy. I like. No, 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 no. It's the recursion part that you like because yeah. number one has synergy as well. I- I'm just going to say it a lot. Like, I just love the, the brutality of the first one. The second one just it's keeps the fight brutality. going. It's still brutality. That's well, the thing. Dixon, is, let me ask you though. It's do all you right. still like one even with the nerfs? Yeah. Okay. Nekima one? Yeah. No, no. She's yeah, still well, I'm like, talking mostly the, sh- the shaman and wasn't there another model? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because like, the the summon uh, the the nerf makes it instead so that of being you able don't to get focused on everybody. Right, right, right. So I lose a model. That's basically what happened with the nerf, and that's fine. Now it's more like okay, the shamans is gonna continuously ping my own uh, big guys, and I'm gonna make sure that hay hay uh, hay redden heals. So it's definitely a weaker list overall, but I I just. I mean, Nekima is just it's really still strong. a stat seven. Damn, gonna murder you, master. Stat seven, three five seven. I mean, three five six with like a whole bunch of fucking movement shenanigans. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah I go, go ahead and share. So let's talk about first. What do you like that the brood mother does? So what is she doing that you really like? I like uh, the brood mother just being able to put out a massive amount of corpse tokens and be able to synergize with the crew and draw like 20 cards, draw a ton of cards. Absolutely. Um, Cause you draw just, a card per Nephilim. That's it's per Nephilim within two inches of the marker. Yep. And then, so, I mean, so I'm just, I'm getting a handful of severes or I'm getting a ton of mins out of, out of my deck. Yeah. Which is just phenomenal. Um, and then I, so my original list and the list that I ran in this included one mature and then one young and then two, uh, tater tots, uh, shaman, tater tots, not tater tater. I call them tater tots. Thank you very much. Um, and then the noxious Nephilim, I grow up that second or that first young Nephilim or the, the young Nephilim, like instantly It's the first activation. He's into a second mature. And then I grow another tater tot into a young. And then by turn two, I've got three young Nephilims and two tater tots and two matures. So it's just, I'm over starting to overwhelm. Like I can now just throw whatever the hell I want at the enemy and just beat face. And if they decide to kill what I throw at them, boom, get another fine. Yeah. Chris, what do you think about the noxious Nephilim? Have you found some uses for that yet? Yeah, I like the Noxious Nephilim in the fact that uh, he can, if he suffers damage from an action or trigger Drawing other than pain. last memory, then another Nephilim model can take the last memory. So it's more discard a card, draw a card, suffer damage. I'm pinging. Didn't, didn't you say blood. 
um was it nikima broodmother who has the ability where it's like if you what was it you said if they fail if i attack, fail a duel i can i can suffer one damage and resolve to do black blood. ability as though it was damage from an action yeah but it's pretty good yeah, yeah. but it, it, so i'm like ping 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 ping, ping. <laughs> i mean yeah but you can't do it with him if i remember correctly you Chris can't do it. It's after a friendly Nephilim within 12 fails a duel during its activation. It may suffer, may one, suffer damage one damage and resolve its black blood abil yeah, ability as the... He's a Nephilim. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he doesn't have black blood, that's my point. So he doesn't actually uh, get the the same benefit. He's still good. He's just... Oh, yeah, you're her. right. No, he doesn't have black blood. Yep, yeah, right. he, he's good with her with the vital strike. He's good with her... With any other one of he her puts abilities, out, yeah, puts yep. out a corpse, and he'll pull in one of the uh, the enemy models. Right, and you get to uh, cycle through your hand very easily too. Yeah, so like oh, I have a whole bunch of bad cards. All right, I'm just gonna damage him until I do you know other stuff. So it sounds like you probably just out attritioned Marcus there. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it ended up being six three. I got three of my strategy. It's turf war. Three of my strategy. And I got three of the schemes, uh, only because he left one mature at like one hit point, and I just couldn't get him to kill it. And that was my <laughs> that was my hidden martyr. One of my hidden martyrs nice. is it was the young nephilim and the shaman, and I grew the young nephilim up and then threw him up there, and then he just yep. couldn't quite kill it with Marcus. I engaged Marcus like it, it was it was so sick. Like I murdered. His, 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 for some odd reason, he was just like, I'm going to go up with my Cerebus and engage you. And then I was like, <laughs> are you sure? And I just just suck it, you know, just destroyed it. <laughs> it imploded. Uh, it was a really good game. It was not a good matchup in, on his part. I, yeah. I warned him. I was like, dude, I'm playing really no-brainer, man. Uh, by the way... Uh, and Research Mission was my other one, sorry. No, no, it's okay, it's okay. I just wanted to, like, give you, from my experience, uh, I personally love the the Noxious Nephilim uh, paired with the Shaman, just basically best buddies together whenever I need to attack something with my melee attack because you can just charge him, and the Noxious Nephilim doesn't have combat finesse for the Shaman to get screwed over by it, so you can just cheat that low... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Cheetah, I think it's a mask to get a corpse out for free, and it, additionally, you also get to discard a card and draw another card. Like, oh, and also you can hurt yourself to heal him. It, it's just, yeah, it's 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 really nice. He they pair very well. You get to grow uh, youngs pretty much every turn. <laughs> yeah, it's very difficult to get to Nikima too, which she's yes. the problem in that list. Yes, and you have so much just chaff and just beaters that you just it's so difficult to get through. So it's it's definitely challenging, especially in a, in a match like Turf War, just to deal with her. And she's the one causing all the problems. Like, yes, you're getting your face ripped off by matures, but she's creating them. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I personally don't like how much crap you have to do because you said that it was a simplistic, more straightforward thing, and I'm like. No, I'm pretty sure she she might be better if you are that good mentally to like keep up with every single interaction. I just prefer the simple, straightforward brutality of the first one. Yeah, but she it, her list is still just a beater, just melee throw in your face. She Yo, is just she just adds a little bit more synergy. I, that's why I like her. She adds more synergy onto the keyword. 
then she doesn't move to Pete's point. She doesn't move a lot in her interactions with the game. She just, you kind of don't want to move her because, you know, <laughs> you get more corpse markers out you get more, you know, you get more grow tokens out. It's just why move her? Yep. So, I mean, you ended up doing, I mean, and this is kind of going into the last part of this because it ended up being, like I said, Cody, uh, Chris, and then Michael. So, Definitely, you're you're kind of seeming to get in, getting into Neverborn pretty well. I know you're definitely enjoying them more than you were Arcanist. Arcanist, Chris was like bitching every other game. Just oh, <laughs> Arcanist, man, the Arcanists are in a bad spot. I mean, yeah, I understand that no. there are a couple of there are a couple of masters out there that are in a good spot with Arcanists. They're just they don't play my playstyle. So there's okay. I was about to say there's four masters that are right now. I think they're the second best faction right now. Yeah, they just they don't play. With my, I like well, that, synergy. Correct. That, that's yeah, what yeah. I was saying because I mean I know what one of those is probably Colette's definitely one of them. Yeah, Chris Colette's, hates Colette. Yeah, Colette. Yeah, both versions like a, of Colette. I want to do my own thing, and I don't. Yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, both both versions of Colette are kicking ass. Hoffman two is kicking ass. Yeah, Chris uh, thought that was boring. Yeah, Sandeep two is actually is doing so really boring. well. Uh, May Fang the specifically the 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 foreman. Jeez, kicking ass! Like yeah, the so only crazy. one Chris was interested in was Sandeep too. That was the only one he was kind yeah. of interested in. Yeah, because you can abuse the ever living crap out of Gamen with him, and you can just yeah. like swap him in the middle. In the, one, Chris, in the middle, Chris was kind of getting discouraged though because I kept dropping Von Schill into it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, okay, not gonna do very well here. Or yeah, no, I like, that, yeah. yeah, I like Sandeep too. It's just it, it's a lot to keep track of as well. Yep. Then, yes, in fact, is. that's yeah, that was my introduction to keeping track of Marcus. Because, you know, Barkus, you can only do the transfer upgrades once per turn. So, and it's the same thing with Sandeep. You can only do that, activate your demise ability once per turn. Or, sorry, activate the friendly elemental once per turn. So, which, uh, which Neverborn Masters are you kind of finding yourself really getting into, Chris? Because I know you're kind of leaning towards a few of them. I like Broodmother, Nekima. She's phenomenal. Absolutely. Um, I love Barkus. Barkus is just all around good. It's he's he has, very mobile and flexible. He's got such flexibility. It's it's hard not to want to play him into almost any drop. But uh and I've been playing Dreamer here lately against Pete, and I'm starting to kinda enjoy some of his shenanigans. He's very synergistic with his crew. Yep. I'm actually shocked that you enjoy him as much. I, I could not stomach him. After the nerves, I tried. I was like, all right, this is too much. Dixon said he thought he was clunky. He was. Because you have to, like, for me, I like to, to like keep it smooth. But I was like, no, I need to at least remove five cards. That way I have three cards at the end of the turn. And then I can just discard two moderate yeah, cards and yada, yada, yada. I don't want to do Dreamer 2. I don't like Dreamer 2 very much. No, I like Dreamer, Dreamer 1. Dreamer, oh, okay, that's no, Dreamer, Dreamer 2, uh, the most simple quote-unquote thing that I had was, all right, I removed five cards. I need to make sure that I remove the sixth card at the right time or, you know, I'm going to get the, the the Dreamer in the middle of the crew. And that was it. And I, I, did. I didn't quite enjoy that either. I did laugh, though, because Chris played Dreamer 2, which was fine, and I dropped Levy 1. Oof. And turn 1, Levy smokes the banders. Yeah. Of course, man yeah yep, killed the spider dude and then uh he and wasn't then I even 
remotely start, close to anything. He was yeah, just, started picking off all these little Alps and stuff, and I'm just like, this is fun, pew, pew, pew. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting super discouraged, because I'm just like, seriously, I'm just trying to learn how to play this fucking crew. <laughs> I mean, if, I, if anybody wants, like, if they ever want to buff that model, just give them stealth, for Christ's sake. Just yeah, give them sense. stealth. Yeah, it Absolutely. works in the shadows already. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely... I think at least for the foreseeable future. So until I get some of those new Bayou title boxes that I'm excited about, uh, I'll I'll probably stick with Outcast for a bit. I just got my Bayou fix out for that tournament. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been I've been enjoying Von Schill and uh, yeah, Von Schill is definitely just it's Your almost favorite. Well, it's just almost hard. I don't. It's so flexible and good. Yes, but my problem was Von Schill one doesn't fit my play style as much because he's kind of like oh, I'm going to do this, and then you can kind of get in a mini obey off of sending an upgrade to somebody, and that's I mean that's good, but I like Von Schill two because he's kind of aggro, right? You're going in there and you're just rip his his melee is so freaking good, it's just yeah. tearing people's faces off. I was just it, like, yes, he's surprisingly tanky too. Yeah, yes. Yeah, because a lot once, of AP taking him out. Yeah, because usually you put a couple shield on him, and then you put a couple more shield on him, and then you can heal him. So, yep, uh, yep. Def, definitely good. I, I tell you what, so he's one I've liked. I'm actually, I tell you what, I'm I'm actually surprised how much I liked Leviticus even after his nerf. I still like a lot of what he did. So that's one I'm probably going to keep playing. And then, man, I tell you what, I just I keep coming back to looking at this Twin Blades crew with the Vix. Mm-hmm. Twin Blades is so much fun to play. Yes, yes. I just yes. I can't stand it. It's so good. I think that the the Twin Blades crew is one that after you find a way to keep it from dying horrendously fast, you're gonna start enjoying too, because they do a lot of movement shenanigans. I usually with with Twin Blades, I tend to bring. Uh, one, I bring the emissary just to help keep squishy stuff up. Yep. But also, I found bringing a couple either versatile or out of keyword models is really good with twin blades. Mm-hmm. Just because some of those beaters, like you can bring Barbaros, is really good because you can throw them up there super fast. You can throw Taylor up there super fast. I mean, we played that game, Chris, where I killed Karis turn pretty much almost turn one, turn first activation turn two, top of turn two, so much yep. fun. A bunch hey, of rams man. that just say, hey, you don't get to use shit. <laughs> stat seven, what is it? Stat seven, three, four, five, ignore shield. Yeah, so it's three, four, six, ignore shields. And then Great. from the heavens, you don't get to use uh, soul stones. Yep, no soul stone prevention or uh, to make the, uh, what is it called? The stupid uh, blocking the damage thingy where it gives you a minus flip on the damage. Yeah, neither. None of those things. Screw You're talking you. About, talking about puncture? No, 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 no. I'm saying that whatever you do from the heavens, uh-huh. it makes it so that the opponent can't uh, use a soul stone to make the damage a flip minus and use a soul stone to prevent the damage. So if you focused and you hit and you had the, the from the heavens trigger, they're pretty much taking six damage to the chest. Uh, it, ju- it just says they can't use it to reduce, or sorry, they can't reduce damage from this action by using soul stones. It doesn't say you can't put them on. Oh, I thought though. it was they couldn't use soul stones for the duration of this attack. Nope. Oh, my bad. My bad. So you can still put her, put her on a negative. Okay. That's good to know then, because I, I had it in my head differently. I must have yeah. fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> Dixon was cheating on somebody. I, uh, yeah. 
but the student of conflict's super good with her. I'm starting to look at models like I'm going to try Kenshiro just to see how it feels. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to give that a, another go um, just because I saw a lot of things I liked with it. So definitely having fun with it. I tell you what, though, Chris, Titania 2, pretty solid. She is a very good master. And I look forward to playing with her quite a bit. Tried I, the, have you tried the other two lists that I sent you? I haven't even seen the other two lists that you sent well, one me. I'm is, sorry, man. Yeah, No, no, it's okay. One is Beast Heavy and the other one is Wall Guys Heavy. Something that I think people need to recognize with Titania 2 is that you can't just... <laughs> Stat 7 Autumn Nights are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm sitting there... And it's my fault just because I underestimated it, but you know, it's learning, learning crews and stuff. But I went into it with Von Schill too, totally whiffed on like all my attacks <laughs> just because Chris had enough high cards and I didn't have, I had like 11 <laughs> 12s. Well, right I had a, a handful of severes and like you were just baiting me to use them all. Yeah. And, and that's the thing though, is right when you have something that's stat seven, and this is kind of the same thing that was happening when I was playing uh, Somer 2, where when you have a stat 7 on like a defensive flip, mm. and if you have to cheat first, and your opponent is stat 7, that's the worst feeling, because you're like, I can cheat a 13, <laughs> but if they have a 13, I'm just screwed out of my 13. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. How much damage did Von Chill take from missing them? He got hit twice. Uh, he, he took he three. Uh, I think he either <laughs> took one or three. I did I three. Two shield. I did three the first time and three the second time. Nice. Mod, mod flips both times. The first nice. time he took one damage because he mm. had a shield and, and then armor. Yeah. armor. Yeah, I kind of, and like I said, I because my idea for that activation was to put some damage out and then just leap the hell out of there. But since I whiffed all three of my attacks, <laughs> all three of them, I didn't get to put rocket boots on them, so I couldn't leap the hell out of there. Mm. So. And I already used my bonus action with Actually, I hit mouth. You three. I think I hit you all three times, didn't I? You <laughs> might have. Yeah, I think no, I no, did. no. I didn't. I didn't attack you a third time. Actually, I think I bulldozed out of there. Oh yeah, that's right. You yeah. bulldozed. Yep. Um, yeah, because whenever like, you I was like this is bad. I just need to try to because yeah, literally, if you miss, they smack you back unless you stop resistance triggers. Yeah. So it it and I think the other thing. So besides those being stat seven and you know doing a bunch of stuff and also you know, punching things in the face and then also <laughs> you know not being super easy to kill because they have armor and their stat seven yep. so and they draw a card because chris put ancient pact on them i'm just like oh and you're making them and, draw a card. and they like, have an auto ram and crow built into everything. the yep. coordinated assault or coordinated strike whatever it's called is super good with those like autumn nights and super good with uh the malasaurus rex God, so yeah, good. just Malasaurus Rex is a target. Everyone takes them out fast as they can. Yeah, F that model. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh, that, I mean, it's good because model. it's wasted. It, it you know makes everyone waste APs on it. But yeah, he's dead by top of turn two. Yeah, I mean, but he does his job. And then if you have then a, you a high... Back. Yeah, exactly. If you have a high 12 of any suit, you just bring him right back. And then you got to deal with the Malasaurus Rex again. Yep. Doesn't it have to be a mask? Nope, he already has it built in. That's Gora is literally the best mole of the other in the entire game. 
Oh yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he's incredible. I and, fucking and love. they can yeah. uh, and they can place you into all these, you know, Thor or all these underbrush. Yeah, markers. they're all. Yeah, it's all about placing, man. Yo. The only the only thing that saved me in that really, and it would have if we kept going in the game, is they don't give him. Key- Actually, sorry, they do give concealment, don't they? Or don't yes. they? Yeah, they're severe concealing. Okay. Severe concealing. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, you just bulldozed to pick up. You were like, like three I was one. like, do you have anything to get rid of markers? And he's like, no. I forgot about bulldozing. And then I put, um, you know, put markers out conveniently for him to do a bulldoze all of them. Baited him. And then he Baited. goes. Uh, after after at, as soon as he activates levy oh you know what i do have bulldoze <laughs> look at that he's like i'm gonna go ahead and bulldoze and i'm like really <laughs> i mean i i could have brought the uh the flamethrower reposition dudes. these i but still you <laughs> jackass oh, you know funny. me you know me do you have right. anything that can get rid of these non-destructible markers no I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I was like, you can just run through them. Oh, I see what you did there. No, but like, I, I was going to ask you, uh, have you personally tried Killjoy? Because now that I think about it, Killjoy didn't work for me. He but he might, he might work him. for you instead of the yeah. Mouse Rex. The reason is this. He brings an upgrade that makes it so that all the underbrush markers become hazardous if they damage the person that has the upgrade while nearby him i'm not even joking that's an actual thing and really? since you like to play a lot of uh, synergy you may actually get more out of that maybe yeah i personally don't but chris is a little yeah. down on the malasaurus rex well that's what i'm I saying not like the malasaurus he's so bad he's well, so per- good but he's so well, bad plus you play me <laughs> and i'm like i'm just gonna kill it i mean let's just get rid of it yeah you can't really well, kill every, kill everybody Joey. everybody kills malasaurus rex well, it's, as too, fast it's like as defense four. Yeah, <laughs> he he. You have to abuse the crap out of him. That's what it is. Because if you don't give him inhuman reflexes, he is just gonna die. Inhuman reflexes is the only reason why I kept him alive. Yeah, I mean, Chris forgot about that. I think once or twice, but okay. that would just take some reps. He did scamper a couple times. Yeah, scamper is one hundred percent the reason why my Malosaurus Rex lasts as long as he does. But then uh, Eric came and Sega Dreamcast punched him for like six damage. Sega yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sanjuro! Yeah, Bonjour's good. Chris always has to rack his brain out about how am I going to deal with it. And I, I tell you what, though, Bonjour mm-hmm. 2 is in some situations easier to kill than, than one. One stats are better, and one heals an extra point of damage. Yes. Um, and if you overextend, and I did in that game, if you overextend Von Schill uh, two, yeah. And then Chris also sucked him back in, so he definitely he can get pinged because he's only defense five, and Chris started putting out injured. So um, yeah, I found a good way to fight around it for sure. Hmm. He still doesn't like it though. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, how many games have you played with Von Schill one? Uh, like three. Okay, yeah. Because whereas I have like I think fifteen with Von Chill too. I mean, he's fifty. Just he's just that much more fun. I'm just I'm an act. You know me, Dixon. I'm aggressive, so yep. I, I'm not. I don't like the game where it's like, oh, let's sit back and see what happens. Like, no, I'm gonna send my master and punch you in your face. And the funny yeah. thing is that you can do the exact same type of aggression with Von Chill one. Yeah, it doesn't do quite as much damage in that melee. Well, uh. You have so, to. How can I say this? You you can do minimum damage four if you have a pit trap and you have the grenade built. 
Well, and another thing, Dixon, that I think some people are aware of is Von Schill 2 is better in a lot of matchups mm -hmm. where people can put you on negatives. Correct. Be because other free core ignore negatives if Von Schill's engaging them. That. In my opinion, that's the biggest strength of him. Yeah. It is. It's Well, not only that, but also just free kicking upgrades back instead of having to, you know, get them on he people. He does so much. Also true. It's like... And it puts a shield and, on him, so you're and giving an upgrade and getting a shield. And he does this. Yeah. <laughs> Irritating as hell, man. Well, he, Chris also gets mad about the uh, free core engineers because they do so much. They're good. Okay. Well, because so I cheated in a 13, and then I'm like, okay, when Chris attacked me. Yeah. I was like, cool, I'm going to activate the No, 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 red joker. You did it with a red joker. I did it with Jesus. 13 new. Yeah. I was like, I'll pick that back up, and now I'm going to heal Von Schill, and he's going to get a focus, and he's mm. going to uh, get, you know, shield. And it's like, this is all this is all awesome. This is just awesome <laughs> sauce, man. Well, if you want to do a, a an interesting pick, aside from the thing that I just told you about, about the, the pull, because Von Schill won... His melee damage is stupid good if the opponent doesn't have planter roots or uh, yeah. good for a Yeah, pull's, pull's good. Yeah, because pull is insane. Uh, but what I was going to say is uh, most of the time, a uh, bunch of one would load up and give him hell. Look at that combination with your sniper guy. It just goes nuts because um, once per turn, you just chuck in the, the, the grenade, the, the grenade launcher, whatever, the rocket launcher. You just like rocket launcher into the middle of his crew, and it's just so gross. It's yep. just so gross. Yeah, yeah, I agree. There's a lot of good combos there. Bonchil, uh, Bonchil one's good. I just, mm -hmm. I gotta see where I would like to drop him because That's true. I, I like Bonchil two a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, try to see if you like playing with your minions because that seems to be the strength of Bonchil one. He can play with the elite crew. But he seems to do a lot also for the minions. I think the only time I've thought about bringing a lot of minions mm -hmm. is if there's a lot of terrifying. Mm. Because you can bring the free core, uh, just the free core men. Okay. And they ignore, they have Ruthless just on that minion. Yeah. So I'm like, if I go against a terror heavy crew, it's like I could bring. Honestly, I still bring, I think, Von Schill too, because he's Ruthless. So. <laughs> And yeah, he can't he's get personally stunned. ruthless. That's true. That's true. And he can't get stunned. And he gets two mm -hmm. bonuses. Yeah, but the two bonuses are, are kind of like foul mouth motivation and one from the upgrades, right? Yeah. That's it. I mean, but that's foul mouth motivation and a leap. Yeah, it's still foul mouth <laughs> motivation and a leap. It's really so good. I've I've had that before where I've gone in because I put servant of the dark powers on there, right? Right. So then I have it where I can either. You know, if something gets too close, I can just charge, get three attacks, and then leap out. Right. And then I chuck the boots to somebody who wants them. So I've True. done that before, and it's made it where I'm not risking Von Chill. And I've also done it before where it's like, you know, I can I can do something like leap up, take a couple of swings, bulldoze over, clear some markers, get another attack, and then I'm sitting in a better position. So I've done that before, too. So there's a lot of cool combos you can do with the double uh, double bonus action. You can even put a rocket. So if you aren't in bulldoze range for some reason, you can do a rocket launcher and blow it to hell as one of your bonuses. Yep. Uh, so there's just there's a handful of things that the. I mean, you could do I've got your back uh, as a as one of your second bonuses as well if you got the shield on yourself. A lot yeah, of there's a lot going on there. Yeah, and you don't lose the shield that right. 
Yeah, the shield, when you use the bonus, doesn't go away. The shield upgrade only goes away when you have no shields. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Which is awesome, though, because on Von Schill, it's like, oh, good, you attacked my master, and, you know, I lost these shields, and now I'm going to kick this over to Eric, because, you know, he likes to beat on people. Ugh. So you get two uses out of stuff like that. It's just, it's really good. That's so gross. It's so gross. (laughs) I mean, the metallurgist, uh, the metallurgist, just hanging out with your totem just gives her extra uh, power tokens, too, so she can always pick her damn suit. Yeah, you got no bay on there. You can put gear on people. You can make it where they can't ignore your armor. You can put vent steam out. So it's all yeah. just gravy. Her and Eric are like best buddies forever. Yeah, her and anybody, man. Well, I mean, Eric, both Eric and Lazarus get to abuse her uh, or obey, in my opinion. But like a lot of time, you double her diving her. charge. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times, that's what I use her for. Like, right. I had I had Eric in the forest in yep. deployment. And I was like, cool, I'll obey Eric, and then I'll uh, go ahead and just charge out of that thing. Yep. Welcome to basically, like, super aggression alpha strike. Here's it is. My... It, it's, it's, it's really <laughs> aggressive. Here's my, what is it, seven, eight point damage or something like that? What is, um, however much damage Eric does. He doesn't put out amount of damage. seven. I think Hannah can put out eight. I think... I thought Hannah was 10. I'm going to have to like look that up because that was super gross. So last time I checked it, it's it's technically 10 with a red joker. That's what it is. Hannah Lovelace has yeah, uh, she critical gets crit, strike. Yeah, she gets crit strike. That'll give her 8. And then she can right. copy Eric's bonus to make it 9. And if you have a red joker, it's 10. Boom. That's 10 damage on a model. Jesus, yeah. take the wheel. <laughs> Chris is like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he said he was saying that he's like OP. I want to hear why he thinks that. Why I think Von Schill's OP? Yeah, because like you say, like it's very not adamant. just one. It's not one or two of these things. It's everything combined. Everything, all the things. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so it's it's not like I mean, you know, yeah, he could toss the upgrades off to other models. That's cool. Um, he has so many triggers to get these upgrades on. He can remove markers. He can remove markers. True. He hits he like a tank. He does it, hit hard. Yeah. It's just, it's so much that it just, it's overwhelming. So, and this is kind of like, so honestly, and this is coming from somebody who likes, who liked Wong a lot, right? And I still do. But Wong, like his shtick is shockwaves, right? There's a lot of shockwave, a lot of damaging yourself for benefit. And, that's great but when that's like your main thing it's like okay that's not gonna win me the game whereas when i look at von schill i'm like cool he's von schill two specifically but one also does this but i'm giving out upgrades and the upgrades are all super good in their own situation von schill two is also a beater so he's like doing a bunch of damage he has two inch reach the two inch reach was like an eye open like when i told chris i'm like oh yeah it's actually two he's like really yeah like two really Yep. He has a shockwave that if models fail against it, it does plus one damage for pulses and blasts. Uh, it can put out injured. Bulldoze removes markers, but for some reason, there's also a ram in there where you get an attack in it if you get the ram. <laughs> so you can bulldoze, get the ram, get another one. He has foul mouth motivation to put out a focus and heal, which also lets him put an upgrade on himself. And then his damage if you get crows. It does, you know, upgrades, but then also Sweeping Strike can put blasts on things. So I'm not sure why Sweeping Strike is a trigger on his Heavy Claws, but it is good in a lot of situations. Yeah. 
I think I, mean, I got the red joker on Chris with sweeping strike and I did yeah. seven to him and like four to two other models. Yep, 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 yep. I, I personally love sweeping strikes on Alphonse. So don't question it. Just enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, I mean, I was going to ask you, like, has... Okay, so I know this is going to sound dumb, but I keep noticing the options have gotten better with Hannah because now you have access to Bulldoze and Foul Mouth Motivation for Hannah. It's like, has that come up at all in one of your games? Anna just bulldozing in and like the Kool-Aid man? No, so he's I haven't always done foul mouth motivation. So I do. Okay. There's a couple. There's a couple that I go to. Bulldoze. She. I'm with with Von Schill too. I'm not as aggressive with her. Okay. She's more reactionary for me. Okay. Um, but I'll either do foul mouth motivation. Um, another one that I do a lot is obviously I'll do Eric's charge up when she gets in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, or any other ones? Oh, and then I'll also do the engineers if I feel like I want to put some shield out and like, you know, draw a card and stuff. I'll I'll do that one as yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much it. used Hannah as a support piece. Okay, there you go. Whereas she is a she's she's kind of like my second wave. Um, so if Eric or Von Schill starts taking too much damage or too much heat, right, I can use her or somebody else to pull him out, and then she can replace that. So she'll come up. And there's a couple of reasons why I do that. One of the big ones, though, that I've found is she mm. blocks off Eric's gravity well a lot. Mm. So when I've used her and Eric as my linchpin in the front, mm-hmm. a lot of times with stuff that flies in or places or summons, right. she blocks off. And then I'm like, cool, I'm just going to put it on the other side of Hannah's fat ass. Yo. So I ended up just kind of thinking about it. I'm like, why not? She's a great secondary wave. She's also good just to throw a rocket launcher on, get two rams, and just blast the hell out of people. There you go. And, and the, the funny thing is, like, she, because everybody know that, that has been playing Buncho for a while knows that you can, like, have a random Freycore, like a Freycore man, yeah. and just use her ability, her quick action, to gain a suit of her choice by discarding a card. Yeah, the field but, book or whatever. Right, but you can use that in combinations with like i'll get this upgrade this upgrade now does x now i get the suit that i need and i automatically get all the triggers like it's yeah, so she has siphon power so she's just like cool i'm gonna do one damage to the engineer i'm gonna do one damage to this model now i yep. have two yep, yep. two rams because i had a ram in hand oh, no 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 no, no. You, well yeah but the ram in hand what i'm talking about is like you can technically I, I heard people do this i haven't actually done it myself yeah with the free core man you can free core man uh, do adaptive tactics, discard the the ram, do then siphon on the same guy, and now you have a double ram, both yeah. attacks, critical strike. So every one of your attacks is going to be minimum four, maximum yeah. eight. Yeah, I, I can see that. I just, I haven't, I've been going pretty list heavy on it. Um, right. I haven't had matchups where I felt like I needed a free Corman in there. Right, right. That, but my point is, I was just trying to like say things in general to see if that sparks sure. some kind of like, like, I don't know, kind of, okay, maybe I should try this against this matchup. Because you said that you're trying to figure out when the hell am I going to drop Vonsho 1. Because Vonsho oh, yeah, 2 definitely. seems to do everything. I, yeah, definitely. I think you you were spot on with minions being better with 1 for sure. Okay. Um, And that's something I'll play around with because I am going to start playing around with 1 just to see where I like him. Because he, he does have playability. I'm, I just, I like aggro. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, like rocket boots with him and charge through. Getting the six damage guaranteed on turn one—that's insane. 
Yeah, it's insane. It's just, I, I know he has a lot of like awesomeness with him, so I, I understand you. Yeah, everything definitely. everything compiled together with Von Schill two is just a little much for you. You just feel it's too much. The guy that's playing Titania two and hasn't have her killed. You have not gotten Titania two killed. I'm a hundred percent sure. <laughs> no, I mean she's not in the back. Gotta get gotta get the through front. the autumn nights and the dinosaur fur. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly my point. There's an entire fucking fortress yeah, but, surrounding the queen. Yeah, but so she, that's that's what she does. That's oh, it. Oh, I know. Whereas no, 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 no. Von Schill can okay, go completely okay. over the entire so, map Chris, and does everything. Chris, this is my point. This is my point. I played plenty of games against Von Schill too, and I played it. You know, I played Titania two enough. Dude, defense seven, armor one, hard to wound is so fucking dumb to I, go I through. I agree, one hundred percent. No, no, and that's my point. My point is, but Vaughn, but so much to deal with. But the Autumn Queen isn't. That's not broken. There are plenty of ways to get around that. Well, that's my point. It's she's not broken, and neither is one chill. Vaughn Schild too is broken. I just, I, don't I will have no disagree. problem killing him the last game. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, after wasting every single AP into him for two turns. The yep. last thing that I wanted to ask you about Titania too, uh, Dixon, yeah, is Chris was trying to figure out uh, if you like the Aramanthian boar into Titania too, or if that's just strictly Ulix property. Uh, only if I'm using the beast, to be honest. Only if I'm okay. using the beast. Because there's, there's three known lists, quote-unquote. Uh, there's the Aramanthian boar with both the, the bears. The, the the wolves, I mean, sorry. Sure. Uh, the Ruru are incredible with their Amantian board because they, one, they can make their own. They come with one automatically and they can just sit on them, right? And yep. they hit like trucks because they have flay. And now now they also have puncture and into the thorns. And their damage check is two, four, six. They're fucking nuts. That's pretty good. Um, so that's a, that's a way to play it. it. It's the list that does the most damage. Uh, the list with the most synergy is the wall guys and they can take a beating but they don't do as much damage they're like the lowest damage of the three and it's uh you you have to get outside of keyboard a model you hit the um what's the face the the, the big bush that kicks the crap out of people uh kurgan oh, okay yeah the idea of that list is kurgan activates pushes whatever thing forward makes the mudslide and now there's a giant nine-inch aura of melee for every one of your wall guys. So the wall guys can just sit inside that aura. And then every single time that Titania wants to attack, she can just go coordinated attack through the wall guys into this guy. And now I'm hitting you a stat six anywhere inside that bubble. Anywhere. That's how dumb that is. Yeah. yeah you don't even it... have to be in melee. Why is it anywhere? Because uh, the the wall guys have an attack that when they declare the melee attack, they can attack anywhere inside the severe terrain that they are in. If the enemy model is in the same severe terrain area, oh, if you look you. at the yeah, if you look at the area, it's something like nine inches or maybe it's eight inches, and I'm I'm not remembering the number correctly, but it's it's a giant area. You talk about mudslide. Yeah, that's it's, exactly it. Yeah, it's a three inch aura from a two inch Kurgan. base. Correct. On a 50 mil base, yep. Yeah, so that's the reason why. So that list, the damage is not high, but the fact that you can just hit from anywhere all of the time and you make it hard for people to get into you, yeah, it's the number one reason why why 
a lot of people have been like telling me that dude that list is so much better i'm like i prefer the knights dude why is your name <laughs> pete is a baby <laughs> <laughs> just now noticed that i did i was like pete wait what <laughs> because i won't use facebook because you won't oh. use facebook and make it easy for everyone to contact you after yep yep i have to like contact you and do the 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 it kind of makes me i'm watching the i'm, I'm re-watching the sopranos it kind of makes me feel like a mob boss yeah, that's not bad <laughs> we can't not bad. we can't uh have contact in normal situations we gotta so, do uh <laughs> all right all right so last thing i'm gonna mention about titania is that do it chris until you get titania killed in the same way that you say that uh that, that you killed the crap out of Boncho. I don't want to hear this whole Boncho yeah. OP. Yeah. No, Bonchill is OP. I'm so sure there are base. plenty of people who agree with me. Nah. No. Tyra there, too is so, OP. There so it's funny, there was a meme that I saw in the Outcast group where it was two cars and one had Von Schill in it and one of the other car had the rest of the Outcast Masters. Right. And they were kind of like, but why would I not just take this? <laughs> yep. 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 It was kind of like the Ferrari versus the Hoopty. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, I mean, it's not even bad. Like the difference between Vancho one and two is not a Ferrari and a Toyota. It's like a Ferrari and a McLaren. With Vancho two being the McLaren and Vancho <laughs> one being the Ferrari. It's like, yeah, they're both incredible cars. This one's a million dollar car. <laughs> I actually, I love the title for Vancho two just as a design space because i love how it does it still does the free core thing but it plays very differently than the original yeah that it's just it's it, it was a superb just design move just to have like this beater versus the captain essentially well so, so the free cores were designed around von Schill one and now you throw in von Schill two yes a little bit different that's also what i'm what i'm talking about dixon yeah. I'm no, talking about right. the fact that Freecore supports Von Jill <laughs> what Von Jill 2 wants to it's do. Like, so maybe it shouldn't better. be this efficient. This feels really efficient I mean, to me. You have to sacrifice Von Jill to the Elder Gods and keep him safe. So he's con he's constantly you like, putting himself in peril. On whatever you want. Turn one, you get max focus on whatever you want. It's just I it's, it's fine. Von so has to be yeah, but Boncho has to be in the middle of the fight. And yeah, he's tanky, but he's not invincible. He is not. Yeah. Uh, last thing I did want to talk about, though, is this is just kind of on tournament fronts. If people are in the southeast of the United States and want to go to an awesome tournament, mm -hmm. Memorial Day weekend, we are doing a two-day tournament at Gigabytes in Atlanta. Uh, it's actually Marietta, but uh, it's north of Atlanta. And definitely come to that thing. We have a lot of people come in from you know, South Carolina, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, and hopefully more. So definitely, if you can, make that trip. And it's it's also, I think John's doing a pretty good job as far as making cool incentives in the tournament. Obviously, if you win the tournament, you win the tournament. But he actually has a custom trophy that he made, Dixon. I don't know if Jaded Yasunori. Yeah, so if you get the best record but use a different master for each round... You'll get this special Yasunori, whatever trophy, Jade Yasunori, whatever it is called. Hmm. Jade so Yasunori. It, yep, it's a special trophy for somebody who essentially is like the best overall general because you're using five different masters for the five rounds. 
And that awesome. is what I've been prepping for. Yeah, so Chris, I think, is going to be better prepped than me because some of these masters, like, I'm thinking about Parker, and I'm like, I have, like, three Parker games. I don't know how well that'll do, but... I've been spreading it out, spreading out don't my do, love juices. Don't do Parker. Huh? Don't do Parker. Didn't you already... We talked about the the, the casters that you had, and, and you seem to be fine with uh, the five what we said, and Parker was not one of them. Uh, I think I have six that I could float into if I include Parker. Okay. Uh, um, basically, it would be Zip, Von Schill, Terra. Uh, well, let's see what are the other two. Levy and the Vix. You have the Vix. So yeah. I don't need him, but I want to throw. I've been trying Parker two, and I want to just try one one more time. Okay. Just to see if there's and. I think that list you gave me is actually a good starting point, so I'm going to try that out and see what I think. Yep, 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 yep. That I, uh, that list, courtesy of Axel, to be honest, that was uh, very impressive. I didn't even think about it. Uh, yeah, once you sent me that, I saw a couple things on there. Where I'm like, okay, this might yeah. be uh, might be good on the board. We'll see what yep. happens. Because he not said, you, like, the first thing not out of keyword, are you? No, it's not really out of keyword. Uh, one of the things that I hated about Parker's just crew mm -hmm. is mad dog is such a just beast in that crew yep. but if you can lock him down in combat it's such a pain in the ass to get him loose so the fact that the upgrade gives him free loot and there's already going to be ski markers everywhere the fact that you can use a bonus to free him up during his activation to then just shoot the crap out of people really opens that up i think yep oh cool yep yeah. yep, yep so not only does he get extra movement, but he also gets to disengage without having yes. to actually use an action. Yeah, and it well, that's the thing. You never wanted to use one of his actions to do that. Right. So not only are you getting to draw a card off of it when you remove a scheme marker in place outside of, you know, whatever threat range you're in, but you do it during your activation, then you get to use all three of your fast actions to blast the crap out of something. Yep. You get, if I remember correctly, there were three ways for you to move before your activation or without using an action. You get the emissary, you get the upgrade, and I believe you also get, um, uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's the Wuku Raider or Sue, but somebody else. I think it's Sue. Okay. All um, I know is that after that, you just like, all right. Blast but yeah, it's, three, it's, four, it's huge because all the rest of the damage tends to be a little pingy. Mad Dog tends to be like your big damage in that crew. And Chris just kept locking him down. And I'm just like, you know, okay. Well, I was playing Dreamer and I kept summoning stuff. Well, into... any anytime I've played Mad Dog, it he tends to get locked down. He has to be within eight to shoot his shotgun, which is why you bring him. You want him shooting shotgun shells downrange getting rid of armor, getting rid of whatever he shoots at. And uh, anybody that knows what they're doing is going to lock him down because you don't want that happening to your crew. Uh, any last-minute thoughts, guys, before we get up on out of here? Don't That's, be a dick, Chris. Yeah, yeah, that, that was going to say, <laughs> don't be a dick. Don't be a yeah. dick, 2022. Don't be a dick. Just, you know, <laughs> just shrug it off. Dick, if someone though. says, hey, let's check that before you move it, don't be like, I already checked it. Yeah, I like, think. All right. Yeah, I think if somebody just, you know, because there's just times where people want to check, uh, just because they might have something in their mind already, like, oh yeah, I thought that was out, and then if you already move the piece when they're like, hey, no, wait, and you just move it anyways, I mean, it's not very courteous, but that's fine. Yeah, and don't bring one of those damn sewing tape measures because they don't <laughs> accurately measure anything. Oh, that's so funny. That's yeah, a... if the Atlanta Met is listening. 
Let's get that man a actual set of widgets. A widget set. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring him to uh, Giga. I'm gonna give him to give him to the guy. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. No, it's just I did the same thing for. I don't know if you remember Dixon, Chris, you and he. He used to just do his tape measure in Guild Ball. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. we finally just bought him widgets. We're like, use the widgets. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dixon, you got anything? Nope, no, no. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I'll see you on the Vassal's uh, Discord. <laughs> I, I do want to give you a shout out, my friend, because a lot of people have been enjoying the international guests that we've been getting. And that's been all you, my friend. You've been sending them my way because they've been reaching out to you. Thank so you. I definitely appreciate you getting us the uh, international group because they have a lot of interesting play styles that definitely give people a lot of cool ideas to play. Of all of us, Dixon is the one that everyone likes the most. They love his voice. They love the Latino... I don't, uh, I don't have anybody who says they like me. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, Chris. I In get, fact, I've I, had people say they don't like me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I Absolutely. Think I've gotten compliments specifically about Chris because of his opinions. Because they agree with him. I, like, just ask, constantly, I, just I constantly get into arguments. <laughs> I just really? Questions. You actually have people who agree with me? Why aren't yeah. you telling me this? Why aren't you affirming me? Because I don't agree with them. Why would I tell you? <laughs> I don't agree with them, so why the hell? That's such a bitch move. <laughs> yeah, and I just, you know, I'm, I wear my feelings on my sleeve a lot of times, so if you're an emotional person, you tend to like what I have to say. Because <laughs> I usually just say, fuck off. Oh, you were the favorite among the the Bayou. Well, you were the favorite among the Bayou. And then I abandoned them. He tried going back, too. He just... No, I... I, Like I said, I think I'm going to play Outcast in this, you know, two-day tournament. And then that's going to determine whether I play Bayou or Outcast for the Nova. And then after Nova, I'm just going back to Bayou because I should have all my title stuff. I gotcha, I gotcha. Mainly Ulux 2. I want to put some time into Ulux 2. Actually, Somer and Ulux 2 are kind of the two where I'm, as soon as I get those boxes, it's going to be really hard for me not to just play Bayou. Fret not Bayou. I haven't given up on you. I'm just, you know, seeing somebody on the side. He's uh, he's outcast curious. I am. I definitely am. <laughs> I've been enjoying it. It's actually, and I encourage, if you're like me and you kind of learn by just playing games, uh, I, I can read cards and get an idea, but until I put it on the table and play it usually or play against it that gives me an idea so the fact that i've played this whole outcast faction now really gives me an idea of how i would attack it if i did play by you again so um and it gives also chris has learned a ton too just seeing like man this outcast is bullshittery chill, <laughs> <laughs> man all right but until next time make sure that you guys flip the cards flip the tables and we'll see you all